preachers at the church like to say, we ain't gonna take long, but we're going to take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This your boy, Bird. I'm April D. This is Doug. And I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Card Podcast, man. And as you can tell, we got our girl, Dub, here. We call her the Puppet Master, man. She always take care of us, make sure we have the shows down packed, stay on top of us about our topics. And uh, she's in town for the weekend, so got to get her in front of the mic, man. What's going on, Dub? Nothing much. I'm excited to be here with y'all. I never get to be on this side of the mic, so this should be different. April, anything new going on with you? Vlogmas, turn yeah, it up. so I've been participating in Vlogmas. Actually, when I leave here, I need to post yesterday's video and today, but it's been fun. So Vlogmas is you vlog every day of December or until Christmas? I'm doing until Christmas. I might do through December. I don't know, but it's up until Christmas for me is the plan. It's every day I do some type of vlog and it's random. Like today I'll be opening my package from Bath and Body Works and thinking that I'm missing a candle, but I found out that I'm actually not. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking Bath and Body Works, if you're listening to this, count your fucking days. <laughs> I ordered 12 candles. They took two of them out of my cart because they sold out quickly. Do you know they had the nerve to send me one candle in a box? Do you know it's like that's the tease of all teases to have literally one candle. Now you're gonna light that candle, and just take it from room to room with you. But no, that's <laughs> but that's the thing is like why even take the time out to send me one of the other ten? Why you just didn't wait? <laughs> like, Here you go. Hey, look, it's kind of like it's kind of like when your mama cooking and she give you just a little bit to hold you over. That little taste. <laughs> exactly. that little taste. Just knock the edge off. Now get out the kitchen. Get out exactly. the kitchen. Huh, 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 huh. Anyway, yeah, Bath and Body Works. Fuck you. Uh, got a shout outs, man. Shout outs. Uh. April, you got something for us. Okay, I want to do a shout-out to a collective. I want to shout-out anybody from the West Coast. You'll see why soon. Just the West Coast listeners, what's up? Thank you for listening. All right, what's up? Full life, all right. Mm -hmm. Is that what y'all be saying? I've never heard that before. I'm sorry. Uh, All right, um, Uh, Shout-out to all the guys who kept up with their relationships and then try to end them before Christmas. Hey, <laughs> Shout out to y'all who didn't pick them purposeful fights <laughs> that are going to last to after Valentine's Day. Because hey, so. <laughs> y'all didn't Bert laughing because he know. He know. Hey, Guys do stuff like that. No, nah, I'll just say like, because it's, it's only like 60 days. You just got to goddamn keep thinking like, look, man, I don't know where we going, man. I don't know. If this really gonna work out, sixty days of gray, that's <laughs> gray it. Area. That's all you need, man. When you get knocked down, like your, your gift price get cut in half, that's all you need to do. So if you're listening, sis, if he gets his act together magically, mid February sometime, like right when it's about to get back warm, <laughs> do better. Just do better. You can do better. Look, man, man, he just they just cut his hours at work, man. You gotta you gotta work with him. <laughs> I would. Uh, my shout outs, man. Um, again, I got to give a big shout out to the ladies of the two outspoken podcast. Shout in Didi. I was up there this week in Nashville, um, did the pod with them and it ended up being three hours long. So it's going to be a two parter for them. And, uh, it was just really dope, you know, podding with some other people and being a part of their, uh, situation, their format, all whatever, man, let me tell you, they got a spot called the Russell mm-hmm. and that's where they pod at. It's a church turn hotel turn 
creative space. Church, church, hotel. I don't know. I'll let y'all do the math. My cousin's auntie's <laughs> uncle. Like, but yeah. There's room at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Me and Bird like corny stuff like that. That was funny. That was funny, man. Y'all just don't go to church, man. <laughs> but not nah, so the dope thing about it, where we potted at in the creative space, is uh, it's like a side room that you just have to schedule. And it has like this dope podcast equipment, got this mixer that's made just for podcasting where it's really simplified. And um, I think they say all you got to do is just schedule it or sometimes they may rent it out. So, yeah, if you're in the Nashville area and you're thinking about starting your podcast, go down to the Russell, wherever the hell it is, and uh, go ahead and get your pod in there, man. You got everything you need. Don't take up two outspoken time slot, though, because then we're going to have a problem. And what's their social media so our listeners can follow? It's at two number two outspoken podcast. It's it was in last week's um rundown of the show, so whatever. But you'll you'll see it on our page or whatever. But uh anyway, man, moving forward. Uh good old Ashanti hit us with a pump fake with the goddamn C nineteen. How y'all feel about it? I appreciate her for being safe and keeping her COVID at her house. I just hate that she waited until Keisha was dressed. <laughs> like, as Keisha, I was just like, you ever been a friend to get ready and you think still plans still going on and then your friend call you be like, girl, I can't even come no more. And you all the way dressed, makeup, well, bird, sorry. Makeup done. You think you about to go somewhere and plans just shattered. You know how pissed I am I wasted that makeup? Like, mm. I could have just kept my face bare and I didn't did this. I did my hair. I put my clothes on. All of this just for you to cancel. And then she gonna goddamn get on Instagram live with her, like it's all sweet and shit. You know, Keisha will goddamn cussing all up and down that damn. Dress First of all, Keisha wasn't scared of no COVID. I'm sorry. Something, <laughs> something about Keisha tells me she was not scared. <laughs> He's gonna take an Epsom salt bath yeah, like, and be done. She's not scared of that. Like some ginger ale. Now Keisha probably thinking, fuck. Now she gotta think of a new outfit. She gotta hit him with a new look. She got to pay this team that came out here and did. Cause I feel like Ashanti knew because Ashanti was like chilling. Yes. That's the thing that also kind of fucked me up. I like, yeah. I like them. You knew this whole time that you weren't going to go to that bit. So what if Keisha just pop up in the same outfit? I would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be uh, so weak. <laughs> I would love it though. Nah. I just, you know, like Ashanti knew she had her slight fever and a cough. As what's his name <laughs> said back in the early days. Um. But my thing about it was, on Twitter, it seemed like a lot of people were bashing Ashanti. Like, oh my gosh, you were so irresponsible, and I can't believe you were out doing this and doing that. And I'm just like... Wait, like, she was out doing what? Like, living, like, traveling COVID, and stuff. Out catching yeah. COVID. Like the rest of America? Hello, that, and that Basically. was the thing. Like, one of my friends, she went on Twitter and did a rant, because it's like, if you have left your house for anything besides, like, the essential work... You just as bad as Ashanti. So who are y'all to sit there and try to go in on Ashanti for catching COVID, like the like everybody else? I you know what now that you said it, I did see a post where they were talking about. Um, they posted like all the places Ashanti yes. have been, and do you think like COVID only resides in the Bahamas? Like it doesn't work like that. The same COVID that's over there in Turks and Caicos is the same COVID that's in Kroger's. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't, I don't know. Wait, did you say somebody like tracked her movement and posted it? Well, she had posted from like over the last like couple weeks. She had been like in different places, like different like tropical spots or whatever in big cities and shit. As if we were saying, this is why you got COVID. Like, 
No. <laughs> like Kobe don't like to travel, so she like that. I don't know. You know, you know, the internet know everything. Um, cause when is isn't it um rescheduled? January 9th. January. So we gotta 9th. wait till twenty twenty one for another versus. But they did give us one last one for the year, which is why I shouted out the West Coast. I'm really mad that you didn't get that that connection. I caught you. Okay, caught thank you. Uh, Bird was uh, looking at me with the blank face, like, okay. Like, I, like, I thought you was like going back home for the holidays or something <laughs> like that. I look in my mind. I was trying to figure out everything Seattle. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. I got a, a blank. I got a, go ahead. E forty and Too Short are doing a versus um, this Saturday. What's the date? The eighteenth. Yes, eighteenth. And I'm actually very excited about it. Like, all my West Coast friends are excited about it. But it's funny because Bird actually posted to our Instagram page talking about he wanted his money back. And I I immediately, I saw that and I was just like, who who said that? Immediately offended. Immediately offended. Because the funny yeah. thing about it is, I'm not saying at the they're at the same level. But the way that people down South got excited for Gucci and Jeezy, although they had like a beef. Like, that's the way people over in the West are, like, excited about E-40 and Too Short being in a building together. But it's going to – I think it's not going to give as much – it's not a beef. It's more one of those, like – it's, like, a legendary night. Growing up, mm-hmm. talk us through, like, the feel of the music scene and, I guess, E-40 and Too Short and how they might have impacted, like, the culture. But the reason I want to kind of ask you like that, if you ask people from the South – Anybody in our age group, in like especially like Alabama, Louisiana area, all we can tell you, we can tell you everything about Boosie and Webby. Mm-hmm. Like they were the soundtrack of our high school years, and I think that's pretty pivotal and important. So that's why I'm trying to. Well, no, I was just gonna say uh, it's just hard for me to imagine hearing somebody say, "Hey, put that E40 on." <laughs> <laughs> like I can't. <laughs> Like, nigga, what? I couldn't name an E-40 or some, a E-40 song if somebody put a gun to my head. Like, like sprinkle me, man. A song, ain't that sprinkle? Sprinkle? So, E-40, <laughs> I'm not about to deal with this disrespect. I mean, but I don't I, mean to be, I promise. It's all respect Hey, you know what I feel like? I feel like when them Yankees be coming down south and be like, y'all country down here. Bitch, I'll fight your ass. <laughs> right. Wait, what, we, what? Wait, Yankees are from the north. What we call people from the west? What y'all? 49ers? <laughs> <laughs> Gang members? I don't know. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, that was funny. I like that. That was funny. All right. But no, um, as far as growing up music wise, have y'all heard of hyphy music? Yeah. So like hyphy music was big for us. Mac Dre, um, like the Thizzle dance stuff. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what that so is. So mm-hmm. is that the dance? That's the one where they like bounce on the ground. Yeah. Right? So the, the name of it is Thizzle? Yeah, there's a dance uh, there's a song called Thizzle Dance by Mac Dre. First, I do like this. Put a look on my face like I smell some piss. Bounce to the beat till it starts to hurt. I, I don't know I, why you kind of like saying it as if we're ever going to catch it. I have no idea. <laughs> I have never heard these words put together like this. Okay, so if you get a chance, y'all, just Google Thizzle Dance. because It's the craziest dance. Now, like being 30, looking back at this dance that we used to do back when I was in high school, middle mm-hmm. school, whatever. I'm just like, we did this? It mm-hmm. looks like you're on drugs. Um... <laughs> But, no, we grew up with the E-40 and Two Shorts and things like that. I mean, there's a lot of different artists that really kind of came from the West Coast and did their thing. But 
E40 and Too Short kind of went mainstream a little bit. And that's mm. where you'll hear Shake That Monkey. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the other big Too Short one? I like Cocktails from Too Short. That was like, I know every word to Cocktails, but he had like different versions. I don't necessarily have like a favorite Too Short song or anything like that. I just remember being young and reading like the album name or song name and it was like Invasion of the Flat Booty Bitch. <laughs> and I just remember thinking like, whoa, that's so me. <laughs> It was, Super Bowl. But I like Too Short, though. I do like Too Short. Yes. Um. And then E-40 was, he's not, they had mainstream songs. Like, when Too I think either Too Short got with Lil Jon and had a song, and E-40 has gotten, had songs with um, Lil Jon Oh, yeah, John Too Short well. was on a Lil Jon song. I do remember that. I, Too Short has this song um that I really like with 8-Ball MJG called Can't Stop Rapping. It's like a real mm-hmm. kind of smooth type rap song, but mm-hmm. it is literally like my top, in my top 10 rap songs. So do y'all have any um, E-40 songs? Blow the Whistle is the other two short song. Right. Oh, I do remember. That's the one I was trying to think of. I just remember E-40 being on, he was with the feature on Gotti Law. Yep. That was really good. Now, now he kind of, I ain't going to use the term floated. That would be a stretch. But he he, he showed up on on that one. He was there. Like, like, okay. I mean, weird weird choice. Very weird choice. Like, Again, I, I, and sometimes I have to use things in context, like almost in a sentence. Like, so Gotti was like, "Hey, hit up E40." <laughs> so right. Y'all remember it? Uh, you and that booty. Well, it's called you and that. Oh yeah, you and that. Bo- yes. Yeah. And that's then it. tell me oh, when to go. I remember those. I oh, do remember those. Tell when to go was big. Yeah, that was a big one. I do remember that. Shake them dreads. Did y'all? Did y'all? Did y'all ghost ride the whip down here? Yeah. Okay. Also, oh, that was like an all the round thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. They made it here. I mean. We ain't do it often. Like so, we did you go to those? Uh, I see it on the interweb all the time. Uh, where folks be doing uh donuts in the middle of the street, and folks be around the circle of the donut. Mm-hmm. So is, does that have a name? I don't know. No, I was not there. You know, I was sheltered a little yeah, bit. Know. So, <laughs> you know, dang well if they were doing donuts, I was at the house. <laughs> donuts after ten to. <laughs> You get, you gotta rush home and try to sneak and watch BT and K. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, mom. <laughs> Too short in E forty. Well, do you have a pick for it, or or what? What's the buzz on the West Coast? What they say is going to go down. So here's the craziest thing. Like a lot of people are just saying, like, I know this is like a, a cop out, but it's like I'm not even here for a versus, like somebody to win. It's just the the fact that they're getting together and playing music together. It's like the the culture wins. Yes, it's the like the, I know, and I really was thinking like all day, like if I had to pick one, which one? And I was like, I, I don't know. Dub, you got one. You, who you think going to win? I mean, I can out, I can only kind of go with Too Short. Right. I'm just only, you know, I'm more familiar with his music and his kind of style of thing, so I guess I gotta go with Too Short. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Too Short also. Um, interesting thing that I kind of like, I heard, or I remember he was in some interview or something like that oh no it was that uh hip-hop evolution on netflix mm-hmm. um i think it was there that he said you know he kind of like took on the pimp persona mm-hmm. you know but uh he was like but he's never actually pimp he ain't never pimp no hoes he was like he was around pimps and he was intrigued by the pimp game but he never like actually got into like putting holes on the stroll which is interesting because i feel like didn't too short just finally have his first baby like recently like, within the last couple of years, and he's, like, 50-something? Oh, he old as shit, but he kept some hoes, though. 
Even though he wasn't a pimp, but he lived a pimp lifestyle. Like, <laughs> which is why it's hard to imagine he ain't right. had no kids. Yeah, exactly. Safe. What are some of your dream verses? Okay, so y'all know, like, I like my grab a glass of wine, like my seventeen Bath and Body Works candles. It should have been eighteen. I'm not gonna light all of them at once, but light a candle and listen to some type of contemporary R and B. So I would really love to hear the internet versus Xavier Omar, mainly because I love both of them, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that would be a good time for me if no one else. I think I'm gonna side with. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna side with the internet on that one. They have like a nice little bop to them. Like I, I really be fucking with them. It's like for me not to be all the way into contemporary R and B. Like, like it's crazy. I only got like two rounds of music. It's either like hood shit. Or blues, like so. <laughs> so it it'll go from black youngster to Johnny Taylor when you ride with me, but you gotta roll with it. But uh, I do like the internet though. I think you said the internet and Xavier Omar. Uh, I'm gonna go with Xavier. Go with Xavier. Yeah, he kind of puts you in that. He puts you in your feelings. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. he puts yes. you in your feelings. And the internet, they make me toxic. So. <laughs> that's that seed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that is that seed. Um, so I think I'm gonna roll with Xavier on that one. Mm. And like, as far as his lyrics and everything, like, yeah, I think I'm gonna roll with Xavier on that one. So, random fact: I've seen both of them in concert, and I'd spent less than fifty dollars for both tickets. I saw Xavier Omar in Portland one year. I went by myself, and it was a very intimate, small concert. Um, and then I went to Atlanta and saw the internet for twenty dollars and that was it was in a bigger hall but it wasn't big mm. that like it wasn't huge yeah two of my favorite concerts and i spent li- literally almost nothing on them the small concerts are pretty cool because um i've seen well okay this would be my matchup early kalani and jameson spelled j-m-s-n like both of them had like really great early albums <laughs> And I saw both of them in, like you said, the small, intimate setting. But I think I'm a fan of the big concerts, though. Like, the big names in the arenas and stuff like that. I know it's not... I gotta turn my face up now because of COVID. Like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it depends on the music. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to a rap concert, mm-hmm. I kind of want to be like a lot of people. Like, Because yeah. you want to rap all the lyrics with everybody. Right. You want to do all of that. But something like, like you said, like Xavier, or for me, I'm a real big Brent Fires fan. Mm. If I go see him. And you talk about toxic. I love it. I don't know why, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually like really upset that I didn't get to see him in concert because right before the pandemic hit, he had mm. released dates and stuff. Mm. And I was definitely going to try to make one. Um, but for his type of music or that kind of contemporary R&B that we're talking about, I do kind of like the intimate setting on that because mm. it's not like a bounce around a lot of movement kind of right. stuff. Like you just, kinda, it's more of a vibe. Exactly. A hot date vibe night. That's what it is. A hot date. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> now that would be the question for me is reverses. Who would I put up against Brent? Ooh, <laughs> mm. I, I like, I got one person immediately came to mind. Who? Okay. I want to throw Bryson Tiller at you. Okay. But, only trap soul, Bryson Tiller. I was about Tiller. to say, yeah. uh... like we cut that shit off. That that second out on that shit suck. But trap soul, Bryson Tiller, Brent Fires, wow. Even I... that Sonder. Damn. <laughs> I gotta go to the drawing board on this one. 
I don't know. That's, that's a, and I, I could not think of anybody who's at that kind of the same level as him yeah. and the same type of music that I would actually put up against him. Like, it's plenty of talent, but he's like that, like you said, that toxic that you like. Mm. <laughs> like, so I don't know who I would put up against him, but he would definitely be in my dream versus. Mm. I'm trying to think of who I who I could think of, but Bryson might have been my. Party Next Door is like a cl- was like the close second I had in mind. Like, he, I ain't going to say hit and missy, but. When he drops some toxic shit, it's going to be wild. Like, he going to say some crazy <laughs> stuff and just so melodic with it that, wow, you are a terrible person. But it's like when you're singing it, it doesn't sound as bad. <laughs> it doesn't sound as bad when you're singing it. Like, and that's where, that's where Brent gets me. Uh-huh. So, um, but as far as, like, when we're talking about dream versus, if we were talking about, let's say, more classic type of groups or mm-hmm. our, older, our old school kind of groups, who would kind of be your dream versus in that aspect? Older groups, who would be my so like okay? Who are we putting up against Jodeci? Personally, I feel like motherfuckers be like really like Jodeci's kind of overrated. I said it because audible gasp. Every time we talk about verses, <laughs> it's like every time we talk about verses, it's against some niggas that can beat their ass. What you mean? New edition beat their ass. Drew Hill beat their ass. Jagged Edge, I have a tough time. All right. Okay. All right. So let's think about it in the The niggas would be with high five? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. When I think, okay, when we talk about like bad boy Uh R&B, they are my number one bad boy of R&B kind of group, though. These niggas was in the desert with leather (laughs) vests on, (laughs) singing that they were crappy. (laughs) And then she only be gone for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) They just, okay. All right. So what if it was. Jodeci versus H-Town. Jodeci got that one. Isn't it about the same amount of hits, though? No, nah, I think Jodeci got... Think maybe, they got more? They might have one or two more. That's the only other group I can think of that's like that kind of same image, same persona kind of yeah. thing. That's why I picked them off the top of my head, but I just like Jodeci. <laughs> I, I do. I just like them. If we talking about like legacy acts, you know what group of mine I feel like gets disrespected in this world a lot? Who? Who? Motherfuckers gonna quit bringing up Escape's name. Y'all, you gotta put some respect on them. Y'all gonna quit. Do, I be seeing y'all on the interweb. When I get my Twitter back, I be seeing y'all on the timeline and I'm gonna point y'all out. They keep hollering Escape's name. You what are better, they saying, Bird? Tell me what they saying. No, they be wanting to say like, oh, we gonna put Escape versus SWV. Man, they'll blow them motherfuckers out the water. They would. They would. I give you that. They would. The only group Escape can have a tough time with well, they're going to lose, but it's TLC. You think Escape will lose to TLC? Yeah, TLC got some fucking firepower, boy. You know... You when, don't believe so? When I think about the bodies let's, of work... Let's discuss. Let's discuss. When I think about the bodies of work, TLC, I know crazy, sexy, cool, front, backwards, sideways, everything. Uh-huh. Fan Mail had a couple hits on it. Like two. Hey, don't do that. Fan I Mail was... I ain't like Fan Mail like that. Fan Mail was more girly. Yeah, it yeah, was way was. more girly. It was. So you got to remember, these are my like teenage years. Okay, listening to this, thinking I'm going through relationship problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Literally it was a little more know. girly. And with the album, with the very first album, what was it? Uh, uh, on the, on the TLC, TLC tip. tip. Mm-hmm. What do we know besides Friends? Yeah, <laughs> that's the only one that really sticks. That's out. That's the only one I, that I really sticks one. out. So it's not that TLC doesn't have great material because they do. It's just that Escape traces of my lipstick. I can play that all the way through, no skips. Off the Hook was like my favorite one. Exactly. So now we just named two albums True. that you can play straight through. 
but it's like the it's like the greatness of Crazy Sex. It's, it is. It's, it's a great album. That mm-hmm. gets me nervous. The like, nostalgia would win with TLC. Yeah. This is very true. As soon as they hit Creek, oh, I, oh, I. <laughs> oh, I. Give me my silk pajamas. <laughs> and, that, and that reminds me, I've been meaning for the longest to send y'all that original Creep video. Oh, if you've yeah, never seen yeah, it, yeah. it was two videos. Yeah, you talk the about 20 that. 22nd of. Why she sound like that always? I love her, T Boss. <laughs> nah, T Boss seems like she's been smoking Newports all her life, boy. Hey. <laughs> However, y'all, you gotta get it. Um, what about. You mentioned Drew Hill. Right. People sleep on Drew Hill. They do. Like you can, we can name so many good songs from them. I'm just not sure who we would put up against them, and it almost makes me want to put a girl group and a guy group against each other. That's so. That is, I feel like Drew Hill's competition. You would have to put Drew Hill against TLC, hmm. like that. But when you think Drew Hill had more hits than TLC, tough. I feel like that's a tough battle. I feel like no. No. Okay, let me take that back. There is one other male group that I can think of that would like, well, they'll beat Drew Hill's ass, but it's New Edition. And okay. New Edition got a lot of facets to it. But for versus purposes. Are we talking about New Edition? Yes. Bell Bill Devon? <laughs> yes. All the solo careers. <laughs> Johnny. It's like Bobby, bring your ass over here. Exactly. Goddamn, that's Thanksgiving Day turkey. They were eating off that shit for a week, boy. Right. I think Drew Hill and TLC would be like a great versus. Come on, versus. You hear I cry. Look, Swiss man, we see what you did with E40 and Too Short, so it's obvious that you need us. <laughs> <laughs> you barely say it like you're scraping the bottom now. Exactly. No, nah, you just got there scraping the bowl. Goddamn, you in the corner of that bitch, <laughs> niggas. Now, nah, just think about it. You coming off Keisha Cole and Ashanti, niggas like geek for it, and they're like, hold on, hold on, we got something for y'all. Nigga, E-40. And the funny thing is that is a very, like, small group of people that are going to be excited about that. I'm not even going to lie. And in between those two, there's only so many, like, big hits that they have that people will appreciate. So I feel like they might, ooh, they might both have, like, y'all don't, don't quote me. Y'all, y'all <laughs> quote me. There might be a good five mainstream hits that people are going to be on each side. The people are like, oh, I know that song. But beyond that, it's literally going to be for people that, you know. You got to know, know their music. And people are kind of finicky acting with the verses. Because I expected people to be more excited about that DMX and Snoop verses. And it did not get a lot of play, to my knowledge. But it was an awesome verses. I didn't even know that they were doing it. Damn. So do you think, like, the verses is more about, like, do you think it's the matchup or do you think it's the pro it's the promo? Like I don't know, because like I said Or sometimes do you think it may even be the day of the week? Cause you know, some of them aren't on Saturday. True. That's very true. Some of them be on like on a Monday. Weird shit. Like really random. Really weird shit versus. But yeah, for but for DMX and Snoop, I just expected more. Mm-hmm. Like and it was a great matchup. They each came with their hits and they actually did like a freestyle battle at the mm-hmm. end. How many times have we gotten like that right and i don't know it's just kind of up in the air with the verses sometimes what they need they need they don't need djs they need somebody with an ox cord that know how to play spades because what they gonna do they gonna wait to see what that nigga gonna play like oh you gonna play that shit okay okay i got something for that they gonna be thinking about this man they just <laughs> they need like a third party running in the verses <laughs> exactly exactly they're like like what he playing oh she had to pull out the big joke on that one like we told y'all man move some stuff around we got our let down. April, what you got for us? All right. So 
this letdown, shout out to um, Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. We needed a story, and we got one. I'm trying to think what we want to call this story. What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to call this story What You Doing. I've been talking to this guy that lives down in Mobile. He has two kids, and we've been talking for about three months or so. Over this time, he's been giving me a lot of what you doing, what you doing. Okay, can we stop? Because I don't remember the story. (laughs) (laughs) I put notes down, but it's just like, listen, we're going to come back next season with two new (laughs) (laughs) co-hosts. Niggas right. drop off this bitch like Grey's Anatomy. Right. Anybody can I'll be, I'll be in this bitch like, I like welcome y'all to the black car. I got AJ and Free with me. <laughs> All right, so I've been talking to this guy that lives in Mobile. He has a couple kids. I don't usually deal with kids, but I decided to give it a try. We've been talking for about two or three months, and he was one of those people that used to, what you doing, what you doing, what you doing me to death all the time asking me what I was doing constantly. After a while, he went ghost for a couple weeks. I decided to hit him up and say, hey, what's going on, where you been? He hit me with the hold up, chill out, you doing too much. Because of this, I blocked him. Also, side note, we did get intimate a couple of times. (sighs) I mean, I'm not mad at her for blocking him. So I guess the question is like, was he just there for sex? Is that what we kind of getting at? Let me just clean up the story in my mind. So he, what you doing her to death uh-huh. for two to three months. Then he went ghost for about two weeks. And when she went, reached back out to him was like, Hey, you know, what's up? Where you been? He hit her with the like, Hey, slow down, shawty. You moving too fast. You know, we ain't like that for you to be checking up on me and shit like that. So now she feel played. So she basically blocked him, and she just she knew we were going to ask. So she was like, "Yeah, I let him hit a couple times." My, th- it's the what you doing, what you like. So it's the thing is like you you going what you doing until you get what you want. Is that what is that the game? Teach I mean, you something. That's what it sounds like. Like I'm just gonna apply all this pressure until you feed into it, and then I'm gonna abruptly take it away. Yeah, I wonder what's the relationship with the. Baby mama, cause he said she got two. He got two kids, right? Mm-hmm. Or a couple of kids, two, three kids. So, I wonder if how much she's in, in she's in the play. But let's just assume that she's not, just because it wasn't brought up as a fact. But it seems like to me, if I'm going to diagnose her situation through a male's eyes, out the gate, he probably like wanted to hit. So you know, you you apply the pressure just to see. You know what I'm saying? If it's going to work. Because, you know, you, you like a little bit of a challenge, right? But on the back end, like, after you hit, it's now the pussy gets you, but the personality keep you kind of situation. I'm not going to say it's her fault, per se. But if she brought more to the table in his eyes, he'll still be around. So, for me, it's a matter of just handling something the right way. If you weren't feeling her personality or you didn't think it was going to work, why not just have that conversation instead of just going completely ghost? Did you say communicate? Whoa, 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 Hey, whoa, I, know whoa. I'm, I know I'm asking for a lot. Whoa, I know whoa, whoa. I'm asking let's, for a let's lot. Let's just relax. Let's just relax for a second. Oh, but, no. Because, nah, nah, <laughs> We got nah. the women on the show no, today. Yeah, it's two to one today. Fuck that. Okay. God damn it. You're right. <laughs> so, look. We talk about this sex as if he's the only one that get pleasure out of it. He might be. 
and he may not be. You don't know if she coming or not. So she could enjoy fucking him just as much as he enjoy fucking her. And she might be fucked up about him being gone because she missed the dick. It's just funny to me how we always talk about sex as if men are the only one that get enjoyment out of it. Or, that, or as if men cannot be used for sex. Or it cannot be beneficial to both parties. I don't think it's a matter of it not being beneficial to both parties. Y'all just typically press for it more. And it's typically the first thing that y'all want. Well, I mean, I will I will agree to that. Like, men are very, like, testosterone, hormonal driven. Like, physical attraction plays a huge role in your attraction to anybody. So, if you're not physically attracted to a woman, it'll be very hard for her to get over the hump into, like, really, you really get involved with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can get that. I think it's also, especially for women, like, why put all this pressure just to disappoint me? Yes. Like, that's that's where the, like, the, that's what pisses you off. Like, you pressed me. You pursued me. And now that I finally feed into it, oh, shit, never mind. You're, you're strangers until you know somebody. The roles of this courtship and dating in the world is for the man to be like a hunter-gatherer. Is for the man to go out there and apply pressure and to see what comes from it. I'm, I, well, I'm going to tell you like this. The crazy thing is, y'all don't even know, men do not really go in most of the time with the intent to kind of like get in and get gone. The reason I say that is because if you single and he's single, he understand that there's a realm of we can be together. Now he wants to fuck, but he wants to fuck while finding out if he likes you. Let me put it like that. If that makes more sense. Cause he doesn't have to necessarily like you that much to fuck you. I can get that. I think the extra part of pissed off in this is you said he had two kids, right? And she typically doesn't date guys with kids. Mm-hmm. So not, now I made the exceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you still. She, I mean, that's on her. It is. It is. But I'm saying that's what's playing in her head. Oh, like yeah, you yeah, put yeah. this pressure. I made the exception. And this is what you do? That's one thing I have learned is like, when you start making exceptions, you really are more mad at yourself mm-hmm. than yep. you are. Because it's like, dang, like, I don't even usually do this. Actually, I learned this from this podcast, from these letdowns we read. People want credit from strangers for things they did in the past. That's the best way I kind of say it. Give me an example of that. So, let's say somebody was to lose 50 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. They come to somebody... And they're like, you know, let, let's just say that, that they're attracted to somebody. And that other person's like, uh, you still, little, you know, you're a little too big for me. They will feel bad or feel like they want credit for that 50 pounds that they lost. Like, no, but I've come a long way. But when you met this person, this is how they meet you. They don't know the 50 pounds that they were before that. It's kind of like what I'm saying with this situation. She's saying she doesn't usually date men with kids as if she's going to get credit for that from him. He don't know that. He don't know that. Don't know. Don't care. He knows that in his situation, what is his reality? She's fucking with him. She's saying, hey, I made an exception for him. I don't usually date men with kids as if it's going to play a role in his mind. He's a man with kids just meeting her. All he knows is you only date men with kids. I mean, I think we're assuming that that conversation may not have been had. Though. Well, well, I'm not really saying that specific. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying the thought process, sometimes people don't put that into into play. You, you'll you make a consideration. If it doesn't work out, you want credit for your consideration you'll make. 
that, that you made. Like, if you go out with a guy that's shorter than you, you like, nigga, I'll fuck with you and I don't even date short men. The short nigga don't know that. All, all he know is he talked to you, he got made, bought a couple drinks, and now y'all out of the goddamn roof, Chris. Okay, you got you got his chair. He got his hot chair, and goddamn y'all. I mean, I can understand that because a lot of times when we make exceptions, it's a reflection of us actually, you know, possibly caring about you or really fucking with you like that. And if you don't know that that's an exception, then you probably don't know how hard I'm Mm -hmm. fucking with you right now or how hard I'm caring about you. Again, goes back to communicate. Yeah. So we can kind of get an idea, like. For some women, I know, like, for me, I don't invite a lot of men in my personal space. Mm-hmm. So if I let you come to my house, that's a big step for me. But if he doesn't know that, right. he thinking, niggas just in and out. That's right. so real. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like you got to almost kind of let people know, like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, this isn't my usual, but I care about you enough or this or that to kind of, you know, right. be a little more lax on that. Right. So, yeah, and the only reason I say that, that I brought it up, that I've learned from here, is just because I just want, like, our listeners to have that kind of, like, thought space of when they're in a similar situation. You know, they might feel a way about a situation that they're in because of, let's say, like, their past relationships or something like that. But I want them to take the, a beat to just be like, well, damn, that nigga don't know that the last four niggas cheated on me, so that's why I'm mad because... That girl waved at him from across the restaurant or whatever situation. Trigger. May happen. <laughs> yeah, trigger. exactly. Yeah. You know, like, because, you know what I'm saying? It happens. You know what I'm saying? It's a normal, natural reflex. You know, we are a culmination of our past experiences. Yeah. Good story from uh, what you doing, what you doing, what you doing. I hope you find out what he doing. <laughs> if, you want, <laughs> if you want to send in a message to let down the Instagram and Twitter is T-H-E-B-L-X-C-K-C-A-R-D. And the email is T-H-E-B-L-X-C-K-C-A-R-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Send your letdowns there. We'll take a quick break and come at you with our big joker for the week. Bird spelling be champ. Hey, ladies and a couple of y'all gentlemen out there. I know y'all put them quarantine 15 on since March and since working from home. So before y'all spend the money from Christmas or the $600 stimulus check, to take your ass down to Dr. Miami and get them shaved a little bit off the top, what you need to do is to go check out our good friend of the show, Janae Michelle, at J-A-N-A-Y-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. She is the instructor of bands, glute, and core resistance class based in Raleigh, North Carolina. You can join live in person at Club Cardio, or you can catch the live feed every Tuesday at 7.15. Contact Janae Michelle, that's at J-A-N-A-Y-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E for more information. All you need is a resistance band and a little bit of time and effort. All right, so over the break, we were having a small discussion just about little things that people do that might piss us off a little bit. And um, I know for me, you ever gave somebody a hug at church and you smell like old lady? Like, that's <laughs> white my diamonds. Yeah, white diamonds. Just, I don't want to smell like white diamonds. I just give them a little YSL. This fancy scent over here. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of took me to the thought of things, not that things I've been pissed off by, but things I've done to mm. piss off people. Like, I know we talked about leaving uh, that passenger side seat a little lean back. 
So if he gets in your car, it's like, wait, wait, who was in here? You got to make him think a little bit. Have you ever left your toilet seat up? I was just about to say, well, that is a good point. That's the good point. Because if you walk into my bathroom in my bedroom and the toilet seat is up, Uh, you need to be questioning something. Nah, that ain't what the fuck y'all be doing. Let me tell you what y'all do that'll really piss nigga off. When y'all come around the corner at the house and you got on them, that team that I didn't play for, them basketball shorts, or don't let it be no NFL team or NBA team. you like, man, what the fuck, bro? How the fuck you get a practice jersey? <laughs> All right, so I feel so seen. <laughs> now that you said that, I got like a drawer full of old basketball shorts. <laughs> and the funniest part is, okay, so... You know, a little while back, a little while back, <laughs> uh, somebody was over and he had forgot, mm-hmm. you know, to bring like something to sleep in or whatnot. And being the hospitable host that I am, <laughs> I offered the basketball shorts. And I could see the look on this nigga face like, damn, <laughs> like I don't want to sleep in these jeans, but. Uh... Wait, he put the shorts on? He put the shorts on. Wow. wow. Are you serious? He put them on. I mean, we went at the stage where you sleeping in your boxes are naked. So. Real shit. He put them on. A nigga would have slept in them Levi's. Ain't no way in hell. He put them on. He put them on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't judge him. I mean, you know. She, it it she was what me. it was. He put them on. That's like, oh man, I forgot my body. Here go one, boo. Excuse me? I would never. I'd Excuse leave. Me? I'd go home. <laughs> now, I have been like, hey, can I borrow your do-rag? I can see that. I can. Yeah, yeah I ain't. His stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he put the shirts on. Man, the smartest thing I've heard, uh, one of my homeboys say, like, he had a, a satin pillowcase. And he was like, he was like, yeah. He was like, they don't mess up their hair. They appreciate it. I was like, genius. You know how pissed I'd be if I, like, put my head on it and it smelled like motions or something <laughs> like that? Like, it smelled like hair products already? Don't let it smell like, what's that, what's that hair growth oil that smells so bad? Um, uh, the wild growth. Stuff? Yes. Ugh. Imagine you get in the bed and it smells like it smells like wild growth oil. Now I gotta look at you with the same face. Like what type of bitches you fucking be? One that needs some hair, girl. This one ain't got no ponytail. And that's like such a turn off. Like, have y'all ever like found out about something that your partner did in the past or somebody they talked to in the past, and you kind of looked at them different? Like, ew. Like that's that's what you was out here doing. Mine actually isn't about the past. It's actually about the future. Let me tell you. <laughs> what? Because, <laughs> look, once we break up, right, I really like scrutinize, like, your next man. I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to think to myself, did I teach you nothing? Did you learn nothing from me? <laughs> if this man short, chunky, if he got no swag, you come on now. You, you had me. And this is where you go after that? I understand I ain't treat you the best, but God damn. Oh, my God. I mean, for me, if I'm looking at the past and I'm looking at, like, your ex or a baby mama or whoever, <laughs> and she's busted, it's like, you should appreciate me a little more. You should definitely appreciate. Like, don't raise, don't raise your voice. <laughs> like, don't do anything like that. Like, that's what it makes me think. Like, appreciate me. How dare you raise your voice in this you, house? Have you seen your baby mama? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the hard part. That inspector gadget. Like, once you do the inspector gadget part. And kind of find out, like, oh, that was you? Or this the, this the lady you be tripping on me about? Mm. Oh, no, sir. Mm-mm. Like, uh, then you have, then you start looking at yourself like, wait a minute now. Right, you got to kind of question, like, <laughs> what am I doing? It's kind of 
kind of like those guys who slide into your DM mm-hmm. knowing. Like, truly, they got to truly know this is a long shot. And if you get enough of those, eventually you're going to look like, what about me says to these men? Well, you know, I've always said to that, let me tell you how, I guess I'll say men's psyche is. Every man has fucked out his league. Every man has that one under his belt where like mid-stroke, he and that thing like, wow, I cannot believe I'm here right now. That puts you on a level of confidence. Now, you don't think that you on JV and you just played a varsity game. You think you're on varsity. You're like, I can keep up with these niggas. I can run the ball. You know, that is that is the kind of thought process. You have like a new standard now. You're like, all right, if I got hurt at one time, I can get another. See, my thought process behind it was they're just not scared of rejection. Oh, like, especially like the ugly ones. I'm sorry. Like, they just not. <laughs> They're they going to shoot their shot and not care. Because like, if I shoot out 10 shots and only one responds, still one responded. You still know, responded. that's what they think. Because this is the thing. Women are skittish of private rejection as as public re- rejection also. You shoot a nigga down in private, that nigga does not care at all. Cause who cares? Who, who, find, who knows? Until they start talking that big boy stuff on the timeline and Twitter starts revealing... There was one Ooh. night on Twitter where somebody like I forgot what happened, but they was shooting them DMs like, "Ain't it? Weren't you in my DMs asking to do this?" Like it got it got spicy. Now that'd be so wild when you're on Twitter and Twitter. Give me my account back, please. I, I really miss it. <laughs> Bird is currently suspended on Twitter, y'all. But uh, what was I saying, man? I, I really oh, that was on my on my free bird shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about um. The Twitter and uh, the DMs and stuff got oh, hot yeah. and all that. Like, I be thinking myself, these niggas are both. How you going to talk shit to somebody that you that you out here just to say all kind of freaky wild shit in their DMs? Like, what? What? Because it's the audacity to get on the timeline and act like you ain't never said. Because in their mind, they ain't said nothing to you because mm-hmm. nobody saw it. That's next level confidence. Like, you know, I, I think I'm DMs pretty... DMs don't lie. <laughs> they don't lie. <laughs> We dibble and dabble in uh, in X, but we really don't talk about the full like ending part of relationships, like the breakup territory and things like that, and you know dealing with an X and things like that. So y'all got any into like this is an interesting scenario. Going through a breakup at work is fucking terrible. So tell me some stories about <laughs> y'all and. You didn't have them uh, out with this man, and y'all didn't fuss all night. You didn't cry yourself to sleep, listen to Kelly Price, and goddamn, now it's six thirty, and you gotta get up and be at work at eight a.m. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am queen. I will take a day off from work because <laughs> if I already know how I'm gonna be going in, now what will mess you up is if something happens while you're actually there mm. and you can't just leave, and so it's just like you're sitting there and trying to like silently like, okay. How I deal with this. Keep your game face on. Yeah. I've had some moments. It's like that you might be sitting at your desk or your computer or something, and that phone, you either text it <laughs> hard and fast as hell, or you just got to step out. You just got to step out for a minute and go curse somebody out, go call, go do something. But it's it almost like it physically hurts. It Bro, physically hurts. It's crazy you said it because that's like literally what I did like through one of my breakups. Like, I'm, I'm trying to hold. I'm trying to hold it in the road, bro. I'm trying, 
man, I, I like look, man. Fuck, I just got down. I I'm on. I'm in this building. I go downstairs, go out the front door. When I say I walk to the furthest, just so I can yell at full power in her voicemail, cause she was at work too, and I knew she wasn't gonna answer. <laughs> but I just had I had to get off my chest before this ten o'clock meeting. I just had to go out there and say, I ain't gonna make it through. This I wasn't meeting. gonna make it through. You know what I'm saying? My mom was my mom wasn't gonna be. There. I wasn't gonna be able to go through these slides. Goddamn. <laughs> No, it's like you just walking around with red eyes all day, like hoping don't nobody ask you. Don't ask me if I'm okay. And they're going to ask you. They're going to ask. And it's just like, uh, clearly not, bitch. Clearly not. I will never forget. I found out some information. It was towards the end of the day. And it was more of a desk day, a desk day for me. So I wasn't in any meetings or anything. But I saw something that just really just... I don't know why it took me there, but it took me there. And I just remember crying. <laughs> like, And I mean, like... I had to like silently like, cause I had an office mate <laughs> and I knew she'd be like, Hey April, you all right? Like I knew she would check on me. So I'm just like, okay. But I just, I remember I put my forehead on my desk and I just like silently screamed and <laughs> I walked around, I came back, but y'all, it's, <laughs> that, then you part ways want to like laugh at yourself cause like I'm at work. <laughs> Look, you think about how wild, like how conditioned are we that we are literally inside these four walls having a full out breakdown, <laughs> but we just like, I don't want to take that time off. I just <laughs> only, only got 12 sick hours. <laughs> oh my God. So you know, I, you just don't, you just don't get that PTO like you used to. <laughs> so luckily, like most of the positions I've had have never been just like solely in the office. I uh-huh. may do some office time. But it's like, you know, more like territory management type stuff. Driving while you're upset and you still got to go hit these accounts. Mm. <laughs> so what, so, so what, let, let me ask you this. What music are you listening to while you got this alone time in the car? What's the song? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's his name? TK Cash or something? Mind Right? I had to leave that whole alone to get my mind, mind right. right. That's my like, let me snap out of this song. Yeah, let me yeah, snap yeah. out of this song. Wow. I have listened to that song so many times. No, when I'm sad, you know what I'm going to do? Listen to music to make me sadder. So, like, give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. I love I being more that. sad. I can do the more sad later. Mm-hmm. But right now, watch they got to go talk to some people. It got to be some F that. Have y'all heard Emotional, ro- emotional Roller Coaster? About kinda, Vivian Green? Yes. Yes. Midnight Man, Love Classic. Last night I cried. <laughs> That's my song. I, and it's it's that feeling like you laying in the bed, that tear drop down your eye, like down the side. <laughs> now what I hate is when you wake up in the morning, your eyes are red. People are like, you been crying? No. Okay, so. The answer is actually yes. And it always looks so horrible because, I mean, I'm light bright down there white. So the next day, <laughs> this always looks like I've just been through it. And my song, if I just got to get in my feelings, in the shower more than likely. Um, Melanie Fiona, oh. wrong side of a love song. Mm. <sighs> I love a good ugly cry in the shower. The shower, oh, that gets my thoughts. <laughs> that gets my thoughts. As a guy, it's like a little different because, like, y'all want to like be sad to cry. <laughs> Men, I don't even know if I'm. I know me. It's like I want to be depressed. Like. <laughs> 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 I swear, I don't want to be sad and cry. I just want to feel like I ain't worth shit. Like, <laughs> no, nah, it's 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 counterintuitive. But Joe Budden has an album called All Love Lost, and damn near every song is about how like breakup, like how we were supposed to be together, how he don't believe in love, and I just be saying like, 
Yeah, Joe, you're right. <laughs> no, okay, so that's what I was about to say. Like, mine isn't necessarily I want to cry. It's nah. just that I need somebody to put this into words. <laughs> like, I need to agree. I need to know that somebody else has felt this way or something. Because the thing about it is, a lot of times, and I'm sure y'all have experienced this, it ain't even got to be a full-blown relationship mm-hmm. to feel that way. Them situationships hurt. Lord. I don't care what nobody say. They hurt. I made this kind of analogy or uh, example to somebody before. They were dealing with a dude for for a while, you know, and she told me, like, all the times they had this situation, that situation, that situation. And she like, I've ne- but I've never had a boyfriend. I said, you don't understand that the intensity of that situation you was in hits every level of a relationship. Yeah. Because it'd be folks out here that have a boyfriend for a month and they can't tell you their middle name. So don't think just because you don't have a title that you don't have the experience. Well, yeah, because a lot of times in situationships, we're functioning like a relationship mm-hmm. without a title. And that right. shit is toxic and unhealthy. I think I said toxic like 30 times <laughs> on this podcast. I've been around Gen Z too much. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you, it, when you're not here, we never use the word toxic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I hate that. Ooh, I hate it so much. But yeah, but that's reality, though. Right. Like, we get in this habit of functioning like a relationship mm-hmm. for just to boil down to we're not. Right. But it still hurts just the same. Ain't nothing like breaking up with your boyfriend and ain't your boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. Because that was my boyfriend. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then the worst part, like, we ain't even go together. Like, that's that's what stings. Like, we didn't, but. Listen, if y'all go listen to the two outspoken podcast after this, we get into this exact topic. Oh, I can't wait. Bruh, I'll give y'all a little snippet, but if you got a side chick, Niggas, y'all is crazy if you talking to them sideways. When oh, because they hold the power. Man, when you say they, uh, say when they tell you, oh, we ain't even go together. Oh, you asking for it then. Like, if I was to hear, like, my nigga talk to a chick that he was, like, just fucking with. And, like, man, well, you want my girl anyway. Nigga, you are asking for everything that comes. You are literally daring her to act stupid. Like, have you just got around black women? Like, <laughs> like, Let me show you how much I am not your girl. <laughs> exactly, man. You don't poke the bell. Right. right there. So when you said that shit, I was like, ooh. So even besides the work thing, like, okay, we're talking about, you know, breaking up and the case of the ex and all that stuff. Where do you cut the communication off at? That's hard. It's hard. It's That's... hard. It's like, do we block each other on social media? Mm-hmm. Do we not text call anymore after we officially decided it was over? Because mm-hmm. you know we have a we have a bad habit of letting relationships linger even yeah. after they've ended. Right. So like, still kind of texting each other because you are in the habit and the routine mm-hmm. of talking to that person. And then the real bad habit comes y'all been having sex for forever. Mm-hmm. So even after you break up, it's like those lingering months of off and on. Sometimes you who I'm used to that kind of thing. So where does the cutoff come? My favorite part, I guess, is trying to figure this out. I have literally tried to cut. I remember literally talking to somebody and be like, hey, look, we can't do this anymore. Like, this is not working out. This is not healthy. And the next day, this man called me, and I picked up the phone, and we talked like nothing had happened. And I was just like, okay, you can't respect my boundaries because I don't respect them either. (laughs) All right. So I'm not going to lie. I feel like every time that something serious has happened, either like it's been like a like we got into it and that's what kind of cut the communication, which kind of makes it easy. So when things end calmly, it's like, so how do we not talk anymore? Um, And then also just trying to figure out, you know, I think 
with one situation, I literally told them like, listen, just tell me you done and I'll be done. Like just t- say you're done with me and we're good. We're even. Cause in that way, in my mind, I'm like, Oh, he cut me off. So mm-hmm. I can't talk to him no more. But that is hard trying to figure out where to draw that line and say, no, like we can't talk. Well, yeah. I mean, cause a lot of times it's that level of comfort, even if mm-hmm. it's just a little stuff, like you ever like broke up with somebody or y'all stopped talking, arguing, whatever. And then you like see something funny on social media that oh y'all was just God. talking about, and it's like, damn, I can't even send it. I'd be like, <laughs> like a TV show that only y'all. The only watch. y'all like like those connection things, right. and it's like, dang, we can't even share that no more. Like that hurts. Cause the thing about it, the relationship didn't work. It's not necessarily necessarily the person. Like you liked that person. You there was out of all the people we come across, that person it was some fa- some factors about them that just resonated with you that made you like them. So you tried the relationship and the relationship didn't work. They didn't lose those things about them. So if they were funny before, they're funny now. They just single and funny. You yeah. know, if they can cook before, hell, yeah, she just single and can cook. Just she's just making a meal for one. No, instead of another nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts me. I know that hurts. I just, I just imagine, like, let's say, like, we back in college where you know everybody kind of know everybody. Just imagine, like, the thing that you love about a woman was that she cooked for you, and then like two weeks after y'all start talking, you see like a nigga on your timeline posting that plate. Like, I know that plate. I know that table. <laughs> what the fuck? It used to be my plate, my table. <laughs> <laughs> I think he need washing them dishes. <laughs> Well, no, okay, but you bring up a good point. Like, they're still that same person. So that raises the question, can you truly be friends with your ex? There's a couple of factors. Like, there's um, almost like a case-by-case scenario. Because, one, you have to look at how you guys ended. If if it was like a cordial, like, hey, we tried, it didn't really work out. You know, we just need some time to be apart. And both people were mature about it. I can 100% see how you can go back to like a cordial status or even like a, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not like a calling and talking every day, but you know, the same situation like, hey, so-and-so season 12 coming out next week, like blah, blah, blah. Like that can happen. But when you had them like knock down, drag outs, I didn't call the police before, you know, situations <laughs> like, look, bitch, stay the fuck away from me. Don't think about me. Don't come. Don't even look my way. When you got them, like, nah, you just want them to be gone, gone. I can get that. Then you got to think about, like, how you guys started out to, like, what, like, was there a, a period of friendship beforehand that could kind of, like, when the relationship goes away, you can still kind of have that friendship aspect? Or was it always just, like, y'all met on the intentions of, like, we're going mm-hmm. to date? Because I feel like if I wasn't friends with you before, I mean, like. I don't want to, I'm not saying I'm going to give pushback on that. That's not the term I want to use. But I've heard the conversation we had before about people having hard times in their relationship because they never had a friendship. Mm-hmm. So it kind of all started with like physical attraction and sex and, you know, a little cool shit here and there or maybe some some shallow things that kind of they enjoyed. Let's say he was that nigga and she was that bitch and they just enjoyed kind of being that it couple, you know, kind of situation. But then once it kind of boiled down, they found themselves struggling, you know, because they really couldn't get like a solid foundation kind of built. So, but there's other times where you might have came together just, you know, to be together and you found out like, hey, I really fuck with this person. So it's kind of, you got to, you know, you got to try. I mean, you know, see what happens. 
it's a tough one because it's like you really kind of never know. Where do we stand on you break up with somebody, right? Those friends and family, are they cut off too? I am very cautious of how close I get with your friends mm-hmm. when like, like even if I hang around your friends, like I still know at the end of the day, those are your friends. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, they got your back. Uh, family, I kind of, I'm weird because I draw the line. Like I, I don't like, if we cool and we connect, then okay. But I've never made it to the point where it's just like, oh, this is your cousin that I have to keep talking to after we stop talking. Like, Give me a little more defined idea of family. Because when you say family, I'm trying to figure out, are you, not I'm trying to figure out, but it's like, you got like their parents. Fuck their parents. Like, I have no reason to. So but, like, it could be even like, you know, sister or brother that may be close, you know, same same age group, that kind of stuff. And y'all just maybe, you know, cool. Like y'all clicked. Because I'm saying that would be tough. Like, let's say, you know, like she got a brother that's the bros or some shit like that. And, you know, our cousin that's the bros. Like. Get sticky. Uh, especially that's my nigga. Like, damn, he, he like the Cowboys too. Like, who the fuck I'm on? You know what I'm saying? Like, but honestly, I think guys are way more like forgiving. If guys are being like just real, just straight up with one another, they understand that relationships don't work out. As long as you ain't really put your hands on them, you pretty much, most real niggas going to be like, well, shit, you know, y'all grown, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's not responsible for her hurt feelings. Women, it's a little different. Like, we kind of connect to people. When we have those type of relationships, we are nurturers. So, we nurture those relationships. So, me and your sister could have been real cool. And then we break up and it's like, damn, me and her are supposed to go to the Brent concert. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you going to get at that Brent. Yeah, you know? like, ah. Even, so. you, even in your hypotheticals, you're going to be at that Brent concert. <laughs> right. Hey, man. Are you hey, speaking I, that shit to existence? I like what I like. I manifest. Ain't that what they call it now? Manifest. All right, be Simone. <laughs> oh, God. But, I mean, something to think about, though. All right, so, you guys, I hope y'all enjoyed our little ex-breakup conversation. So, you know, if you're going through a breakup right now, just put the gun down. Um, <laughs> Don't shoot him, sis. Get that man his stuff back so y'all can just go in peace. If I'm telling you, if he made you a vase, do not put it in a trash bag and break it when you give it to him. <laughs> Still mad about that vase. Hey, I'm so mad about that vase. I don't give a shit that shit happened in damn 2006. <laughs> <laughs> that shit hurt my fucking feelings, bitch. You would have kept the vase? Well, you made it. I no. made it. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because I was going to ask, how long do you keep a gift somebody else gave you? So we're going to do our black card. Uh, we'll let you pick a card. Pick a card. Oh, okay. Who is the best male R&B group of the 90s? Okay. <laughs> we, and we just got done talking about right. all of this. A, Drew Hill, B, Jodeci, C, Boys to Men, D, New Edition. Me personally, in my opinion, as a black woman, <laughs> I would like to go with Drew Hill because I love Drew Hill. My thought process. Okay. I'm going to take Boys to Men out only because it wouldn't be a Boys to Men without a New Edition. Jodeci loved them, not enough hits, so I think I'm going to roll with Drew Hill too. Good good choice, but both of them wrong. Because <laughs> you're gonna pick new edition, yeah. Duh. <laughs> when I heard new edition, I was like, "That's Bird's answer." Of course, it's new edition. New edition. Even if you exclude like their solo acts, the motherfuckers was singing they hard out at like 14. And no, I don't disagree with that. I love new edition, but Drew Hill Obviously was more enough. like our... not enough. Not enough. <sighs> Nigga, we weren't thought of <laughs> when, when new edition first came out. Like 
Drew Hill was more our upbringing. While you out here, singing, while you out here singing Beauty, I'm out here singing Mr. Telephone Man. I know, I know real love. You don't know love like you I listen love. here, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Cisco did not dye his hair blonde <laughs> for you to not appreciate him. That's how y'all seen Drew Hill in like recent years. Really. It's like the little funk fest stuff they be at, that kind of thing. So, uh, my my tight man Darren Stewart, he just re- just retired from the NFL from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shout out to Darren. Um, but he had a nonprofit foundation, and they used to have a, a scholarship gala. And let me tell you, them boys could still perform. I believe it. I mean, to be honest, everybody on that list. I would go see any of them in person. Right. Yeah. They got, well, you know, Woody couldn't, Woody ain't part of the group no more. And they picked up two player. Yeah. Was it from player? Ch- cheers to you. It's yeah, player. Player? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two members from player. They create Drew Hill now. Didn't Woody like go into gospel music or something like that? Oh, did he? I feel like I remember that like, when he left the group, he went into gospel music. Um, I had to listen to that. Okay. Okay. That boy can sing. I, I used to keep up with them. For me, it was always Nico for me. Uh, you know he had that whole like uh was it was it beauty he had the whole like with uh tay heckard in the video yes they had their whole little thing yes i do remember that good old 90s music man so if y'all out there making music man y'all start harmonizing with your homeboys (laughs) he just said it like hey y'all get together start a group go out there on the corner and sing (laughs) niggas don't set a trash can on fire no more and harmonize around that bitch like in new jack city these niggas ain't trying to get discovered no more they're not they don't have it in them no more they ain't got that hustle in them no more no sometimes it's in you it ain't on you (laughs) instead of fuck yous man since it's going to be our last for the year we're gonna do our r.i.p's i'd like to say r.i.p to katherine johnson she was a very important person if you guys have seen hidden figures she was like one of the main characters on there played by Taraji. She passed away this year. She was like, I think a hundred and something years old, but they named a building after her. And she just is a great role model for me. So rest in peace. Um, My RIP would be to Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Um, was a big fan of his work uh, before Black Panther. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he just always came off like a, just a real dude dedicated to his art. Mm-hmm. that's the vibe I always kind of felt from him and I don't know if it's just you know this whole year of 2020 in general just got everybody kind of emotional but I remember when that news first hit like that hurt yeah it did and like that one like really kind of that really stung mm-hmm. um and I'm also excited he has the uh, the Netflix movie I think it drops tomorrow on the 18th uh with Viola Davis Oh, uh, Ma, Ma Rainey's. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's gonna be really good. Yeah, they they've been pumping, so I think it's gonna be done really well. Also, yeah, I got two for. I'm gonna have my first one is one that's a celebrity that everybody knows or most people knows our audience. Um, R.I.P. to King Von. Mm-hmm. Um, we had just talked about him on the pod. As soon as we talked about him, I became a fan. You know, and I still list. I literally feel like he has the album of the year. Um, it's my because it's my personal favorite and. Um, he was a shining star, but you know, you know, sometimes the streets take you back. But also, I just feel like I can't not say I know April is gonna fuck with me on this. It's like we gotta say rest in peace to Mister Nate Beauclair. Man, he was like, uh, he like for me, he was one of like my professional idols. Like he, you know, took on people at NASA and you know made sure that he went and did right for them. Um, took a chance on some people. You know, he did his 
I don't think he changed and touched like a lot of people, man. And it like it really like you know what I'm saying affected us when you know we lost him, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, those are our RIPs. Um, we're done here for the year, man. So, you guys, y'all not going to get an episode for the next what, two weeks or something like that, just because of how the holidays play out. Um, we're not going to be able to, you know, get together and record. We might drop y'all something here and there, maybe a this year legit or I don't know. I might come in and just talk to y'all just because I ain't got nothing else to do. But, uh, oh, we want to thank Dove for coming, man. Yeah, thank no problem. Happy thank to be here, man. The puppet master, man. You know what I'm saying? As y'all can tell, Jay wasn't able to come today. Uh, he had a situation with his daughter, so we wish them well. Don't forget to follow the Instagram and Twitter, T-H-E-B-L-X-C-K-C-A-R-D, and send your letdowns into T-H-E-B-L-X-C-K-C-A-R-D podcast at gmail.com. I'm Bird. I'm April D. This is Dub. And this has been another episode of the Black Card Podcast, where it's always us versus them. Thank you for listening.